my son used to do this when he was a toddler, when he'd look me in the eyes when he was about to do something that he knew would drive me nuts, right? And what I didn't realize was that, like, he just wanted my attention. But at the time, I was like, he's trying to break me. And it totally worked. <laughs> it totally worked. I called him King Edward for a while. He's Teddy, but his full name is Edward. And I called him King Edward. I would have to give myself pep talks of like, you're in charge, Casey. You're the parent. You got this. Oh my gosh. So today is going to be a quick episode on toddler food throwing and how to get them to stop or at least do it less often. There are very few things that you can do that will turn your toddler into a robot, unfortunately. So we're going to try to at least decrease it for you. I'm Casey Barnes. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, and this is Feeding Toddlers Made Easy. I'm a Texas mom of two who knew as soon as I had a toddler that I just had to help other parents in this stage with the one thing that I'm an expert on, food and nutrition, because parenting a toddler is so different than parenting a baby, and it is tough. Not that baby stage isn't tough, but this is just its own thing. I absolutely love hearing your questions. Just go to mamanosnutrition.com forward slash podcast to submit your question for a chance for me to answer it in a future episode. This was a voicemail question, but something with sound was really off, but it was about a one-year-old food throwing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Let's talk about these steps to stop food throwing with your toddler. First thing that you're going to do is you're going to tell them what you expect where the food belongs. So that could be telling them food stays on the tray. Or you can give them an alternate place for them to put the food that they don't want. So you can use a no thank you bowl, a no thank you plate, or even like some high chair trays will have that little section for a cup. You know how it's like a little divot there? That could be the no thank you area. You decide what works, but you can tell them if you don't want something, you put it here. You can demonstrate for them, but telling them what you expect before the meal even starts is where we need to start the foundation. Then you're also going to avoid giving too much food at one time. I like to use starter portions, which means one tablespoon of each food per year of age. If it's like a mixed dish, then you can obviously give more. So for example, it's like lasagna. You don't need to give them just one tablespoonful of lasagna because that's like a mixed thing together. But the main idea for you to get is don't load up the whole high chair tray to give them all this ammunition to throw on the floor. Start small. Give them more if they need it. In the same vein, for new or unliked foods, you're going super small, like size of a grain of rice or a pea, like really go little. They can always have more. You can definitely give them more if they want it, but when they see something new or unliked, sometimes that triggers that like, I need to get this away from me. So if we only have one little pea-sized thing for them to get away, it's much less of a reaction than swiping the entire tray onto the floor. You can also do a tasting plate, especially if they're a little bit older I might bring this in. It sounds very fancy, but it is not just having a separate plate on the side of like their main plate. It can be a napkin, a paper towel, a tasting towel. But 
putting the new or unliked food separate can sometimes give them some more breathing room around the new food. Now, we're in the meal right away, like as soon as they start. You're going to compliment their good behaviors. So we want to catch them being good, doing good. We want to give them attention for the positive behaviors that we see, not the negative. So it can be something as simple as, I love how calm you are right now, or you're doing such a great job with your spoon. But try to find something that you can, so they see, oh, I get attention when I do this. I will do more of this. They want your attention more than anything. So whether the behavior is bad, the behavior is good, they want to do what you're going to notice. They love you more than anything in the world, and they just want your eyes on them. So they'll figure out a way to get that. Now, when they do start throwing, you are going to summon all of your power to ignore the throwing, okay? Remind them gently where the food goes. The food stays on your tray. And we continue on with the meal. We're not going to say anything about the throwing. I know that is very hard to completely ignore, right? But when we think about, okay, they want the attention, if we don't give that behavior attention, then they don't really have much of a reason to do it. We'll talk about some troubleshooting things like dogs, pets, that kind of thing. But for now, We want to focus on ignoring the throwing as much as you humanly can. You can gently take their hand and stop them from throwing. Like if you see they're about to do it, you can take their hand and say, I can't let you throw and have them place the food back down. But the biggest thing that's going to help is not making a big reaction. Because as soon as we go, "Ah," or like, ah, stop doing that, you know, whatever the reaction is, that they're getting when they throw the food, like, that's exciting. They won. They got your attention. You don't want to get into the game of, you know, they throw it, you pick it up. They throw it, you pick it up. No, we're not doing that. So let's talk about some troubleshooting. They often love to feed their pets, so as much as you can, put the dog away during mealtimes so that it's just not a temptation put them in the crate, put them in the other room, whatever you need to do so that they're not tempted. Because even if you're not giving them attention, but the dog's having a grand old time, it's hard to really get them to stop doing that. A lot of times food throwing is attention seeking. And I'll be real, like if you have other kids or you just, maybe you're like working from home and momming at home or You've got a lot of stuff to do, like whatever the reason, there's a million reasons why you can't give them your full attention while they're eating. So don't be too hard on yourself about it, but they do really love to have your attention. So if you can give them at least, say, three to five minutes of just being like engaged with them at the meal, you can be eating too. Absolutely. Like if you're eating at the same time, you can sit there and eat and just be giving them some attention along the way. Oh, I love the way you're trying your spoon. Oh, you picked up a pea. Cool. Like whatever it is, being able to give some attention so that they're not having to find ways to get your attention, aka throw the food, make mom mad. Now she's over here talking to me, right? If you have older kids, especially one who likes to like, 
you know, be the parent too and tell them what they are supposed to or not supposed to do. You might have an older kid who is saying like, no, no, don't throw your food and they're giving attention to it. So you might need to give them a little talk about, hey, I really am trying to get Amelia to stop throwing food, but we need to ignore it. Let's talk about what that means because that's probably too big of a word. But you know what I'm saying. Tell them, I want you to not say anything about the food throwing. If you notice it, that's cool, but please don't say anything about it because we're really trying to make it go away and we can make it go away by not saying anything. Now, just a reminder for you, this is a phase. Like, you might not be able to be consistent with all of this stuff, especially, like, giving them attention while you're still trying to, like, finish cooking a meal and you're getting a cup for somebody else and, you know, you're doing all these things. So just try not to give it attention. They will phase out of it. They will. It may take some time and you might feel like, when is this going to stop? But it will end eventually, even if you do all the wrong things, like it will stop eventually. So, you know, don't turn it into a game. So don't be constantly picking up after them. You can have them clean it up after the meal. That's up to you and their age and their ability and all of that. But that might be something that you decide to do of like, okay, now you are going to clean up after yourself. But really just not giving it a big reaction will improve it a lot. If the waste is something that really bothers you about it, that's a really normal feeling. And that's what doing those small portions will help with. If they have less to throw, that's less that we've wasted on the floor. I want to hear from you when you try the things that I mentioned here. And it's all in the show notes for you. So mamanosnutrition.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 21. So you can get everything that I said here if you need a little refresher. I also have a free download on getting them to sit at the table longer. If that is a struggle, I'll add that to the show notes. so You can grab that as well because that's something that comes up with toddlers so much. Oh, before I go, would you take a second to leave me a five-star rating and review for the podcast, please, if you found this helpful today? Thank you for being such an awesome part of this community. Honestly, I feel so lucky because all of you who reach out to me like on Instagram or email or those of you who come say hi to me when you see me around town in Dallas, you're all so cool and nice and thoughtful and truly great parents. And when you take a second to share my podcast or my website with a friend, that just completely makes my day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you next time.